Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. That's TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. Ah! 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Greetings and welcome inside the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, who was back from two days off. I believe you went back out to Joshua Tree and played you two all the way back out there again. Is that what you did? I did go out there Sunday. That's that's for sure. We we did a lot of hiking, uh, a lot of rock climbing, a lot of pausing and thinking about the world at large. Uh, I want to thank all all my friends and colleagues in our business uh, that reached out to me the last two days to make sure I was okay because I don't take a lot of days off, and I sure as hell don't take a lot of days off when there's something important and pressing like this. So it's uh, it's good to be back in the chair. I'm sorry I missed the discussions, and I'm uh, ready to dive headlong. 
Well, if I something was wrong, I would have said it. That you had the day off. I no, said no, I know, no, no, no. You but were, but you folks, were out listening to you too. Do 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 I mean, that's what you were doing. You had the day. You had a couple of days off. You I, I, did, I did do a little of that. I, I did some uh, baking with my daughters, which is always fun. Uh-huh. Uh, I did some writing, uh, trying to figure out if I could have a parody song of "With or Without You" that we could play and get that bass in on a full-time basis. So mm. we're working on that. All right. uh, you know, it, look, that's got to be well-crafted because if you're going after a song that iconic, you just can't free verse it with a bunch of half-ass efforts. Yeah, nah, that's true. I mean, you got to go, yeah, go, go big I mean, or go home. Yeah. That's right. That's right. So we got to make sure we workshop that, but you know, it was, it was good. Saw a lot of lizards, uh, Heard a couple of things rustling that might not have been so friendly. So, you know, it's it's all good. Good to be back. I want to go buy a lizard, and I want to call it Harry. So I can say to him, you're a lizard, Harry. I like that. No, that's you know, good. I, I had to open, with, I had to open with, a, with a Harry Potter joke. I do you're appreciate a lizard, that. Harry. Uh, but tonight might be the night as we dive into the day and what a day it was. We might have to take Drew Brees off of hold and finally put him through so we can it's explain been a minute. the controversy that he fostered today all by himself doing an appearance on Yahoo Finance. This story got everywhere fast, and, and it has everybody in the NFL. To say they're upset is an understatement. So let me backtrack. We'll set this up and then break down what it means because you've heard about this for the most part of the day. Uh, Drew Brees today did an interview, as I said, on Yahoo Finance. And he was you know, asked his opinion. Look, they're talking about everything going on in the world right now and, and, and what's happening in, in wake of the murder of George Floyd and everything happening. You know, Colin Kaepernick's name is back up in, in the conversation as far as when he was kneeling in protest to mistreatment of, of black men in the hands of police. And Brees was, you know, look, they're just having a conversation. And Drew Brees decided to offer up when the, when the whole Kaepernick thing came up. He was asked about the, the stance that he had kneeling uh, a couple of years ago in protest in which Kaepernick hasn't been in the league for a few years, something that we all know about. And Drew Brees gave this response that kind of took everybody by surprise. I will never agree with anybody um, disrespecting the flag of the United States of America or our country. Um, let me let me just tell you what I see or what I feel when the national anthem is played and when I look at the, the flag of the United States. I envision my two grandfathers who fought for this country during World War II, one in the Army and one in the Marine Corps, both risking their lives to protect our country and to try to make our country and this world a better place. So every time I stand with my hand over my heart, looking at that flag and singing the national anthem. That's what I think about. And in many cases, it brings me to tears, thinking about all that has been sacrificed, not just those in the military, but for that matter, those throughout the civil rights movements of the 60s and everyone and all that has been endured by so many people up until this point. And is everything right with our country right now? No, it's not. We still have a long way to go. But I think what you do by standing there and showing respect to the flag with your hand over your heart is it shows unity. It shows that we are all in this together. We can all do better and that we are all part of the solution. I'm buzzing in. People who don't get it for 500. Who is Drew Brees? Got it. Next. Let me go again. Drew Brees had a fine statement, except he prefaced it by saying, I disagree with anyone who disrespects the flag, alluding to Colin Kaepernick kneeling 
in protest four years ago, which started us down this huge road, which is where we're at right now. The first thing, and this is this is what is very maddening about it. I'm glad that that I've had a few hours just to come down from this before we came on, because this is what's frustrating about the situation. When people decide that X is Y just because they want to. Right. Colin Kaepernick was not kneeling to disrespect the flag. Colin Kaepernick was not kneeling to disrespect military. Colin Kaepernick was kneeling a very vocal reason. He was kneeling because black people were dying in police custody, and he wanted to protest that. He was very upfront. This was what it was about. He had the backing of military. He had Nate Boyer with his hand on his shoulders while Colin Kaepernick kneeled because he was protesting police brutality. This was not about military. This was not about disrespecting the flag. And when people want to make it about that that's what what gets me really upset because i understand that's what the flag means to drew Brees, and that's great and i I, that's fine the flag means something different to everybody else uh, to, to every single person but to not understand that this was why colin kaepernick was kneeling because it was about police brutality you seem so obtuse that i i i i I am stunned that he's made it this far as a leader in the NFL when this is something he can decide to say, not really knowing everything about this situation. It's almost like he wanted to be mad about this regardless. Because you ever have that, Mike, when something comes up, you just know I'm going to be mad about this and I'm going to find a way to be mad because I want to be mad. I felt like that's what Drew Brees is trying to do here. Stuff that builds and... I disagree with this. And if you're disrespecting the flag, okay. Colin Kaepernick's not disrespecting the flag. He's, He's... He's taking a stand or a knee for police brutality. It was very public. And because that's been thrown out there the past few years, remember President Trump decided I'm going to appeal to my fan, to my base by saying, hey, this guy should be fired. He's disrespecting the flag and disrespecting the military. People decided to run with that narrative. And and it was a false narrative because whatever you feel about Kaepernick, and look, and I, I have issues with Kaepernick and, and certain things he's done and could have done better than how he's done them, but you can't sit here and say, okay, he's disrespecting the flag in the military, especially when you've had people from the military say, I agree, I fight for Colin Kaepernick to be able to, to do this, to have the freedom to take a knee for police brutality. This is just so obtuse by Drew Brees on so many levels. No, but again, you know, and the unpopular opinion, and I, I fully understand why people are upset. And his teammates, ex-teammates, the only one I think that's thus far raised their hand in support of him is Joe Horn. Everybody else, from Malcolm Jenkins and everybody else has gone in. You know, he prefaces just saying, hey, here's my experience, here's my upbringing, and this is how I feel. Disagree. That's what this is all about, right? And, and so for Drew Brees, that, that's what he said was, this is how I feel about it. And he said it back in 2006. And he said, or, or 2016, and he says it now. And so it, it's unfortunate that that's exactly what happened. We were on air for it all, right? I mean, Colin Kaepernick and Nessa, they did some things and, and put out some images that certainly helped to add to any fervor against them, right? The Django Unchained tweet, the pig socks, all of those, that's, that's not going to help your message. It allows people to hijack it. And that's exactly what happened. It became a politicized uh, stance. And for those of us that were in it and following it, we knew damn well what he was protesting. And you had a number of players do it and talk to it. But you also had a lot of guys that were afraid that their jobs were going to be lost. So they were quiet at that time. And now they're all talking, 
right? All statements and everybody's out front uh, as we sit here in 2020. And that's a good thing, right? That everybody's making their voice uh, and, and taking this moment to, to really make sure that the message isn't lost. And that's what I fear is happening here with Drew Brees is that it, it's going to be a possibility that this gets hijacked right back into that same spot that it was four years ago. Uh, which was the uh, unfortunate situation with Kaepernick. Again, it didn't handle get handled well by pretty much everybody, right? The N- NFL so ham-handed when they've had to make any kind of decision. We chronicled those time and time again. And so with Drew Brees, he was just reiterating what was already on record. Brees, I assume, and if I was advising him, I would say you need some kind of big, time tour of hey i'm a meathead i'm sorry i did not take into account other people's feelings when i talked about this right that that's exactly what he needs to do because he has the entire nfl incredibly pissed off at him aaron Rodgers taking shots at Mm -hmm. him on twitter you have many players from the nfl including his teammates michael thomas taking shots at him on twitter teammate malcolm jenkins in a since deleted instagram post said this about drew Brees earlier today we're done asking, Drew. And people who, who share your sentiments, who express those and push them throughout the world, the airways, are the problem. And it's unfortunate because I considered you a friend. I looked up to you. You're somebody who I had a great deal of respect for. But sometimes you should shut the f- up. <laughs> Right, he then you know then posted. Yeah, and then he posted another several messages right afterwards uh, on that, kind of explaining it more. Aaron Rodgers, the only thing I had pro- a problem with his message, and we had this happen where someone took a shot at one of our esteemed colleagues. It's like if you're going to go and you're going to go after someone, put their name on it, right? Aaron Rodgers, we all knew who you were talking about. So just well, put Drew Brees' tag in there. Oh, sure. but look, And, and get right at it. No, no, no. His message, obviously, loud and clear. And it resonated, and it gets picked up. But it's, you know what? If you're going to call someone out, like we always say, put your name on it. Oh, sure. But look, but th- th- this, is, this is about Drew Brees. This is about what, what he's getting. Oh, no, I'm not deriding. I mean, that's the only word of advice for, for Rodgers. Yeah, and I, I think he's on point to say what he will. Exactly. Uh, Brees needs that apology tour because everybody is pissed at him. Now, is this something that can't be fixed with time because look when you have a good reputation and you heard Malcolm Jenkins saying I considered you a friend this is incredibly awful for you to say this it's not something that he can't come back from it's not something that means he's going to get cut from the Saints he's still going to be the quarterback of the Saints but he needs to go on that apology tour he needs to do it publicly he needs to do it privately because if he does not address this that's when things get dicey that's when you think boy what's it going to be like when he finally walks back into the locker room you know are his teammates really going to accept him again as the quarterback if he goes on it if he if he really stands up and realizes boy i screwed this up then he can come back he can play and everything is good but if he lets this go and decides to double down and say hey no i'm standing on this i disagree then this is going to turn out bad for him because the, the one thing you would expect a quarterback like Drew Brees, who has led his team to a Super Bowl championship and is, is widely viewed as a great leader, you saw it when he, when he broke the record last year, stopping the game from his teammates, hugging him, loving him. He's got that kind of reputation. You would think a guy like that would know 
when I want to say this, if I'm going to be anti-Colin Kaepernick, I want to be right about it, and he wasn't right about it, and I want to make sure that I know what my words are going to say. You are a quarterback and a leader of men, and to say this, you know this is going to this is going to take everybody back and go, whoa, do you know what's going on in our country right now? Have you seen what's going Do you know what this is all about? Do you know what Colin Kaepernick's protest was all about? I mean, he, he puts on Twitter yesterday the Blackout Tuesday. Right? And he writes, hey, here's some words to unite all of us. And then he comes back and says this on Wednesday. And he is torpedoing a movement that Kaepernick started. That is why we're really having Blackout Tuesday and words to unite because of a black man dying at the hands of four police officers in Minnesota. And so I, I, I really look at Drew Brees and go, you just have to think more than yourself. And that's the issue here is Drew Brees never thought more than my world and what I believe in the flag. And I'm going to tell you about my beliefs. And that's fine. You want to tell us about your beliefs. But know that when you go on you're talking in a time where we're, there's riots in the country every night. There's protests. There's wondering what is, where is the world going to be? We're never going to have a new normal. You have to see outside yourself when you're in that position of authority as a quarterback and, and a future Hall of Famer in the NFL that's going to have 20 years in the league. You have to know that, okay, I have to be, I have to know what I'm saying if I'm going to actually go on record here because my words have a lot of weight. This is where someone like Drew Brees has to be what I call smart enough to know he's dumb. We have to be smart enough to know, you know what, I don't know that I should really wade hip deep into this, but I want my teammates to know that I support them. So here's my uh, Blackout Tuesday tweet. Here's my let's come together. Here's, here's my, my, my text of support to my teammates. We're all apart right now. But I got to know that, boy, I don't want to wade hip deep into this because I'm really not, it's not my wheelhouse to do it. And that's really where Drew Brees got into trouble. You got to be smart enough to know you're stupid. And when, because there's certain things, I say it, I'm smart enough to know I'm stupid about stuff. Certain things, right, you know what, I don't know about this because I think I might be stupid about it. So I'm not going to say anything and or I'm going to just go this far with this. And I'm not saying it's about what's going on now, but certain things in my life, I'm not going to pretend to be an expert on things I'm not an expert on and, and go off and, and try to convince people of things that I know that I'm not an expert on. But being smart enough to know, okay, I really don't know about, let me just say this and then not be quiet because Malcolm Jenkins said it right at the end. Drew, you got to know when to shut the blank up. And this clearly would have been better for everybody involved if Drew Brees had just not said anything. You continue to support your teammates, and that's it. You don't have to go crazy. You don't have to go to the wall because look what happens when you're not ready to handle things. And that's what happened to Drew Brees. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, just I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, 
Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you <laughs> telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com and use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. They're shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They'll bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It is a game changer. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Michelin test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me. They're the experts. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's plenty to celebrate in March. And ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Joining us now on the hotline to help us talk more about this, Chargers All-Pro linebacker, CEO of Lights Out Brand, Sean Merriman. Lights Out, what's happening, my friend? Hey, what's up, my man? How you doing? Uh, dude, obviously today, uh, the Breeze situation. First of all, take me back. What was your reaction when you saw what happened? What, you know, Breeze's statements become public. What's going through your head? Well, the first thing that I thought uh, initially was it's, it's not going to be good. I, I, right, right away, before I saw anyone's comments and what was said, I said, this, this is not going to be good. It's not going to go well over with people, especially what we're all dealing with right now 
it's just not going to go over. And it went like hot. I mean, it spread like wildfire. It really did. Um, and I was shocked because, um, you know, I've known Drew for years. I played with him. Um, and I think that what we all seen, even Michael Jenkins and some of the people who played with him, you know, calling him a friend because no, I don't think any, any of us saw this uh, coming out of Drew because, look, Drew's, Drew has stood up and said many things and had people back and, 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 and um, came to the forefront of many things that he didn't have to. Um, from the player side to the NFL and, 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 and uh, NFLPA, he stood up for various causes. Um, but this was a shocker, man. I mean, this, it, 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 especially right now, and, and people are hurting, including myself. I mean, I can't tell you how many, how many times I've teared up in the last just couple of days and watching everything that's going on and even tearing up watching Michael, Jen, uh, Michael Jenkins you know, put out his statement about his, uh, you know, grandfathers and his ancestors who uh, were in the military and, and, and gave their life for the country, for our country and the whole nine. I mean, it's, it's been a, a very emotional, like, three or four days from everybody. So I think that's, that's what this whole thing is coming at right now. It's just people are pissed. People are emotional right now. So you can't say those type of things. Is this this out of character for him, or is this something that that you, you wonder just why he made the statement? Because look, as you said, he's been a great teammate. Generally, he's viewed as a great leader, and then he says this today. Why? Why do you think he said it? Well, for one, you got to come out and address the problem, right? So it's not just what he said. First, first and foremost, people have to understand you're entitled to your opinion. Whether anybody thinks you're wrong, right or wrong, it doesn't matter. You're entitled to your opinion. But if you don't address the problem and what's going on right now, even before you make your statement, then it doesn't matter what you say. You have to come out and address what's going on right here in our very own eyes before you say anything else. Because it's not what he said was all wrong. It's just you didn't even talk about the problem, and that's, that's why people are so pissed off and frustrated. Acknowledge what's going on now and, and be an advocate for it and help. And then if you feel a certain way about the flag and you make those comments, um, so it, it's just a very sensitive time right now. And, you know, we, people are looking for Drew Brees. I mean, I, I look up to Drew Brees. I always have, I always looked at Drew as a great person, a great leader. And I know his family. I always looked up to Drew and I admired Drew. And for somebody like that, for Drew Brees not to come out right away and address the problem and what's being put out there, that's the biggest issue of what's going on. It's not entirely what he said. He didn't, he never, uh, he didn't address the problem before he said what he said. If he addressed the problem, then we wouldn't, you know, we wouldn't be here. I don't think people that had the same feelings and felt the same way about what he said, but that didn't happen. Yeah, Sean, I, I think that's the biggest part of this is this isn't new for Breeze. He did this back in August, 2016, said the same thing about the flag and disrespect put upon that. But here he just sidestep the whole issue at hand. Uh, and as a guy, I mean, in a locker room, how does he win guys back? How do they, how do they bridge that gap? Well, they're going to have to sit around and, and, and have a conversation. Um, you know, I've seen Cameron uh, and, and uh, Michael Thomas and a bunch of people already addressed it, but they didn't address it fully because social media is not the place to do it. Right. You need to get in the room. You need to sit down. You need to have a conversation. Um, and I know a lot of people are not going to agree with this, but so what? I don't believe in canceling anybody for, for something like that. Drew has done a ton of great things. Um, but what needs to happen is a, uh, a conversation. Somebody needs to put him in a room as teammates, especially all of his black teammates, 
and sit down and address this and fix the problem and, and let him know where he went wrong. I mean, people are out here hurting right now. People are pissed. And you have to address the issue first. And they have to make him understand where he went wrong and why you can't say the things that you said, at, especially at this particular moment. So um, it, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take some time because, you know, people, especially when they hurt and when, and when you have open wounds and you, and you do something like this, it's just not going to go over well uh, with people. I mean, you know, Ed Reed came out and, and, and spoke about it, I seen just a minute ago. And um, that sentiment is probably felt across the board with teammates, whether they say that to him or not. You know, I can't speak for them, but I can, I can tell you that it's going to take some time, and, and a conversation behind closed doors is going to have to happen. Sean Merriman with us here, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. You know where I, I come at this, uh, Sean, is that he's a leader. He knows he's talked to the media so many times before, and he understands what all this is about. And he makes a statement that – uh, makes me think, one, he doesn't think about more than himself when he makes this statement. This is what the flag, I really want to get out what the flag means to me. Okay, but be a little sensitive to what's going on in the world right now. And and he's not. And I, 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 I see Drew Brees going through this going, does the guy really understand what's happening right now? Is, is he out of touch with what's happening? Because I don't know how you're out of touch with what's happening when all you have to do is turn on your television or get on the Internet. And you know how, how bad things are right now. I, I, I just look at this and go, it's out of character for him. As you said, he's, you know, he's done so many good things. I wonder if he's just out of touch with this whole situation right now. Uh, it's impossible. I think you said it's impossible to be out of touch right now. You can't turn on an, uh, the TV and not see what's going on. I mean, it's, it's the, not, not just in this country. It's the biggest news in the world. You know, this is not a, a United States problem anymore. This is a worldwide problem. You see people over in Europe protesting, in different countries protesting Black Lives Matter. You see this going on in the world, so you can't be out of touch and, and not know what's going on. Um, also, you know, like you said, Drew is a vet. Drew is in it. He's done so many interviews. He's been in the media. He's been around and been Drew Brees for so long that you know, people know and listen to his voice. You have to be ready for those questions. You have to know that that's going to come up. And, you know, I'm, I'm, that, that was a shocker. That, 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 to me, that was the biggest shocker. You know, if, if it's something like this going on, um, how to address that and how you want to say it and how you want it to come across. It wasn't like, you know, he was walking out of some restaurant and somebody threw a mic in his face and, and, and you know, TMZ was kind of following him. And he said that this was a, a set-up interview where you have to be ready for these questions. And Drew has been down this road so many times. And to not see him address the problem first, was I was, uh, I was shocked at that. To that end, Sean, I mean, we know how the league has handled a lot of uh, its issues these last couple of years. What did you make of their statement over the weekend? Um, it was fine, but it was late. Um, you, you know, sometimes when you have these big corporations and the big companies, no one wants to jump out there and be first. And however the system goes where everybody get together, whether it's all the organizations, all the, the owners or whatever, they come out and figure out a plan, and then they come out, it's just too slow. It's too, it's too slow. And I, I shouldn't say too late because it's never too late, but it was too slow. You have to be able to jump out there and, and put something out there in, in a matter of a, a, a crisis the way it is. You have, to be, you have to get out there. And you see some of the other organizations and some of the other leagues kind of being first, and, and you would hope the NFL jump out there and do something that's been a, a major problem for a very long time. 
So to, to finish up with Breeze, Sean, what does he have to do right now? Is it a public apology? Is it reaching out to teammates? Is it all of this? What is it? I would, I would, uh, yeah, I know we have the restrictions because of COVID and, and you know, you don't want uh, too many people in one place at one time. But however they need to do it, whoever is still in New Orleans and spending their offseason there in New Orleans and getting ready for the season, he needs to call everybody he can and get them to his home, his, you know, his backyard, or get in one place, and they need to have a conversation. Before any public uh, statement is, uh, is figured out, because it's not going to be just Drew now that, uh, that this is going to be a problem. It's going to be his teammates and the people who know what type of person he is is the one that's going to help him out of this situation and support him because it's not going to be Drew, uh, just Drew Brees. I mean, the same people are right now protesting saying F Drew Brees right down in New Orleans. I've seen that video. This is a, one of the most loved people there in New Orleans. So it's nothing I don't think he can say personally that's going to ease the pain. It's going to have to be his teammates and friends and anybody else who, who's affected, who was hurt by what he said, and also who has, um, you know, has had these uh, – you know, reactions in the past or what's going on right now. He's been, uh, you know, have been, um, you know, put in these situations. He has to sit down with all his guys, get them in the room right now and figure out how to approach this because he won't be able to do it just by himself. You can follow him on Twitter at Sean Merriman. That is at Sean Merriman, four-time, a former three-time NFL All-Pro. Check him out, shoplightsout.com, all your best lights out wear, and Lights Out XF MMA. Hey, hopefully you guys are coming back soon. You got, you got a plan out there yet for when social distancing gets relaxed? Hopefully so, man. Um, you know, some of the other leagues are doing it. We got to jump back in the mix, man. I, I, I miss our fight. Yeah, Sean, right. I'm ready to kick Jason's ass for you. Let me know. Oh, see, I'm ready to book Merriman versus Belichick. Ah, all right, we'll have to figure that out. <laughs> Give it to the season, man. Let me have my all season with that. <laughs> Take it easy, Sean. Thanks so much. Thanks, guys. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Winter's coming. Here in L.A., that means more rain. For others, a wintry combination of sleet, slush, snow, and ice. Whatever winter means to you, Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. All-season tires, all-weather tires, and dedicated winter tires. Go to TireRack.com and use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. They'll show you the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo Tires. They're shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. You'll get free road hazard protection for two years. Mobile tire installation is available in many areas. Have you heard about this? They'll bring new tires to you at home or work and install them on site. It is a game changer. 
Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their Kumo test results and special offers. They've been at this for over 40 years. Trust me, they're the experts. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. There's plenty to celebrate in March and craft month with the perfect pizza at home class from craftsy and anytime is right to listen to iheart radio's iheart country radio discover more shows and movies for free martha stewart the original influencer when i think about anything i think about the way that she did it first the media mogul the six years ahead she saw what was coming the prisoner the rise the fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Well, Drew Brees not the only one in the NFL today to get his entire foot in his mouth and get, can I get all the way up to the shin, maybe past the knee, all the way up to the groin? Uh, Vic Fangio. Broncos head coach trying to walk back statements made a day ago in which he was asked his thoughts about what's going on in the country and, 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 and the death and the killing of George Floyd. And he was asked about the National Football League and racism, which becomes a topic. And uh, he said yesterday, uh, you know, racism in the NFL. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't see that. I think our problems in the NFL along those lines are minimal. We're a league of uh, meritocracy. You earn what you get. You get what you earn. I don't see um, racism at all in the NFL. I don't see discrimination in the NFL. You know, we live in a great atmosphere, like I alluded to earlier. We're lucky. We, we all live together, joined as one for one common goal, and we all intermingle and mix tremendously. You know, if society reflected an NFL team, we'd all be great. Okay. No racism in the NFL. No, 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 no. He's, no he like, racism. Uh, I've not seen racism in the NFL. Not did, seen it. They're well, redoing the Rooney rule every five minutes because they well, can't but that, get but it that, right. But that's the point I, I, I would make with Vic Fangio. Because I, I think he was talking about team locker room, maybe small T versus team overall. Team, right? team. Right? The, the, but but the, the difference being you, you've got to earn it. And, and you earn your stripes, you know, in practice, in training camp to earn your starting job. Now, from coaching and assistant coaches and going up the ladder, oh, yeah, that's a whole other mess that I, I don't think he was really speaking to. No, and, and this is where Vic Fangio and Drew Brees are in very similar boats because I know that the, the – 
chic take today was to say Vic Fangio has worked his whole career. It took him this long to become a head coach of the sure. National Football League, and he's saying, oh, I, I had to go through everything. I wasn't handed anything, and I'm pushing that into my take. I think you're just thinking too much, and you're, try, you're reaching for a different take. Vic Fangio is a guy who is in his 60s. He is an NFL lifer. He has never before last year had to worry about standing up in front of a room full of of people and run an entire football team and be the voice of an organization. He's been a great defensive coordinator, but that's you're just worried about what plays you're calling and and the and the personnel you have at hand. It's a very small fiefdom or kingdom that you have there. When you are asked to be something bigger, this is where Vic Fangio failed because all he did was look at racism from his own perspective. I don't sure. see racism. All right, and maybe in his eyes he hasn't seen it. Now, obviously, when you're in your 60s and white, you have a different view of what could be racist and what isn't. But let's just take him for, for the – I haven't seen racism. This is where, as the head coach of an NFL team, you have to understand I coach a lot of black players. I understand that they are very upset about what happened with George Floyd. I do not condone this. This is the message I need to send out. Because he's still not used to the fact that when I speak, it's not just, hey, what happened in the, in the third quarter when suddenly Aaron Rodgers threw for 175 on you guys? What, could you, what couldn't you do in the, in, the, in the secondary? And he's answering those questions. Vic Fangio has to understand, I'm the CEO of this organization. I am the face of the Denver Broncos, and I need to make statements accordingly, which is the same thing that happened to Drew Brees. That's what happened to Vic Fangio. I'm just going to tell you what I think. No, dude, you have a little bit more on your plate now. People are listening a little bit more to what you have to say, and you have to make sure that that's what you're covering when you speak. You carry the shield of the Broncos and the NFL every time you open your mouth. Well, I think that's the bigger point is, is the specificity of it all, right? To broad brush it and just say, hey, the NFL doesn't have it, no matter what he meant, which is, again, how I'm interpreting it. I believe that was his apology note uh, as the night wore on. Yes, the Rooney rule really is the flashing, blinking red light for the league. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Fox Sports Radio, hour two of the program. Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Oh! And coming up in 20 minutes, we'll have Dan Wojcicki, L.A. Times NBA insider extraordinaire, all the big NBA news today. We now know what the plan is going to be that's going to be okayed tomorrow by the NBA owners. There's going to be eight regular season games and a possible play-in tournament. Yay. Then we're going to have the playoffs. And uh, NBA finals are going to go all the way till October 12th. Now, the thing about this, Mike, and, and you know, we've been, we'll talk a lot about this, and the odds are starting to come out for teams winning the title because the NBA, hey, this is our plan to return. We're going to mm-hmm. do it. The thing that I get that, that I take away from this is that we always knew the NBA was going to come back, right? Now, what, once they got through and pushed through that, okay, we have the teams coming, we're going to make sure that the teams that don't want to come don't show up, and that's fine because they, they're bringing back the 22 teams that want to play, and none of the other eight teams have said, hey, what about us? So you know they didn't want to return. But once it, it, it pushed in that direction, that the NBA was going to come back and return, and they figured it out. Now my big question is, how much bad news is this? Great news for us, great news for everybody, but not great news for Major League Baseball because they can't figure things out. 
We found mm-hmm. out today that Major League Baseball said there's no counterproposal going back to the players. The players came back with, we want 114 games and 70% of our salaries, and, and the owners said, no, it's less games or no season, and now they're looking at trying to strong arm in a 50-ish, 60-ish game season with the players who are going to say, we're not going to play that. So we could be looking at no baseball season. Now, look at this now in, in the in the – in the scope of the NBA returning, all right? NBA is going to come back, and they're going to play all the way through the middle of October. They're coming back at the same time Major League Baseball is supposed to come back. Major League Baseball, television ratings, attendance, everything else, is going to get buried because the Major League Baseball is now going to be running up against the National Football League and the NBA, the return of the NBA, the end of the regular season, the playoffs, and the star power of LeBron and Kawhi and Giannis and everything else. People forget the Major League Baseball, as big as it is, it generally runs unopposed for a great part of their season. All right, they start, and it's the end of the NBA regular season in the playoffs. But okay, we have room for those two things, and the Major League Baseball season's just starting. And then... Everything goes away, and the only real pro team sports we have is still baseball. I mean, yes, WNBA plays. There's other things going on. I'm not, I'm not meaning to, to, to belittle them, but just mm-hmm. really of the major sports, Major League Baseball runs unopposed from mid-June all the way until the second week of September. And then Major League Baseball still owns the week, and the NFL owns the weekends. And it works. Major League Baseball's calendar works that way. And that's why Major League Baseball's been able to stay as as good as they are financially over the course of the past 20, 25 years with the ascent of the NBA. Now, Major League Baseball is going to run concurrent with the NBA. NBA TV ratings will bury Major League Baseball. All the games are going to be on all week long. And then when Major League Baseball gets to the playoffs, guess what? Now here comes the National Football League. So you're going to have playoff games every single night in the NBA Monday through Friday up against the end of the regular season for Major League Baseball and then to the beginning of the playoffs, but you're going to then run that up against the NBA Conference Finals and the Finals. And oh, by the way, on the weekends, the NFL and maybe college football. I wonder if this is going to be another bit of evidence that tells owners who some of them are already ready to shutter the season let's save money we saw that story a couple of mm-hmm. days ago that sure. many owners are like listen it doesn't it's not worth it us to come back and just play we can shutter the whole season and not play i wonder how many more owners are going to go boy now who's going to watch us on tv now we're competing against a bunch of sports let's pull the plug i wonder if the nba coming back with this plan and doing it this way is going to push the mlb to not come back Yeah, I mean, the curiosity, though, is that, you know, we're talking about Vegas opening tomorrow, right? Obviously, changes have been been made, but I've watched people stream into the Morongo, not to name check, but you got a bunch of casinos along the highway as I head out to to find, you know, coyotes in the sky out at Joshua Tree out here, and uh, they were packing them in, you know, an hour line or so it would seem to just get a parking spot. Uh, by the time we're actually talking about getting back on the field, wouldn't we be talking about getting some capacity back in the stands? So maybe those losses aren't as astronomical. It might not be, you know, able to dissuade the owners of the Rays uh, and insert your favorite low attendance team here, Baltimore Orioles, etc. But certainly something for consideration. I really thought we'd settle in in that nice meaty 81-82 game, right? 
because that, that was the midpoint, I think, if we went back to our rudimentary math uh, when it was all said and done. You want this, you want this, boom, we're right in the middle, and look, hey, we're back to half a season. Instead, you look at the books. The books are all cooked anyway, but you got the books <laughs> that uh, – well, like you're the like you're the accountant from the Untouchables. Hey, we're cooking the books. Cook we're the gonna books meet his anyway. <laughs> well, well, why do you think books? the players keep saying, "Hey, open the books"? Because they like, want to know what's going on. You're not going to get a true accounting of what's going on and how 19, much is going to be lost. It's 1940, and you're with Elliot Ness and the Untouchables. Hey, I, I do. I, I, I wear the hat. Books. It fits. <laughs> I wear the fedoras. Oh my goodness! Uh, he cooked the books. I, okay. Either way, we know the impasse is here, and now yeah. it's a the battle of wills that's been brewing for a couple of weeks. Look, any any sport that comes back, we're going to find our appetite for it, right? We're going to find a way to have another screen. We'll buy another TV. Damn it! We'll picture and picture until the cows come home to get it all up on there. So you know, I, I don't know that the TV side of it is is the big concern. You're not going to get lost, but for next year, damn right you're going to be lost if you give up a full season. Oh, uh, I think the American public will be salty beyond all recognition. Oh, sure they will, but I think you get buried either way. And this is going to be MLB deciding, do we just want to have a suck it up whatever kind of season this is? And I don't know that there's enough owners that want to do it. Look, I want a baseball season. Hey, come back. Doesn't matter. Do it. We'll figure it out. All right? We got all kinds of sports coming back. It could be fantastic. But I don't know that enough owners want to do it that way. You know, there's been nothing so far that has told me Major League Baseball wants to return. Every time something is proposed, something bigger in the other direction is proposed by the other side. All right? You had the owners say, hey, 82 games – and uh, you're going to take way less money. And the player said, no, no, how about 114 games a week? get paid more money. And, the, and Major League Baseball says, yeah, there's no counterproposal. We're going forward with either 50 or 60 games. We're going to try to make you play it, or we don't have it. And, and so are the players really going to take this? Are they really going to be strong-armed to come back and play? I, you know, I mean, for, for all the, the flack I give Adam Silver about being a commissioner, not wanting to do anything, at least he has found a way, and I give him a lot of credit, for in the past couple of weeks when it looked dicey and you didn't know how many NBA players and teams wanted to return, they have figured it out rather quickly and gotten everybody on board and rounded everybody up and said, hey, are you in or out? This is what it's going to be. Yes, you have a chance for the playoffs. You're not coming back if you don't have a chance for it. Great, I'm here. Let's go. Let's go play. They've been able to work together. Major League Baseball and the players are not, and they're not close to working together. I don't know that there's more than a 25% chance we have a season right now because I know a lot of owners are going to look at this and go, oh, man, now we're competing against the NBA? Oh, forget it. Forget it. They already don't play World Series games up against the NFL when they don't have to, and they try to move the schedule around because Major mm-hmm. League Baseball knows. we can't. They can't even compete against really good college football games. That's the toughest part. Boy, if you had Alabama and LSU on a Saturday night, yeah, we're not playing Saturday night because everybody's watching Alabama, LSU. Baseball knows they have to move stuff around. Now you got to move stuff around even more because of the relationship and where it is right now and because you have many owners who are already with one foot out the door, this is going to put a lot of guys with both feet out the door. Well, you got to remember the broadcasting deals. I think if we're going to extend into that part of the conversation, because it is a lot of Fox broadcasts, and uh, I'll speak to the to the higher higher ups and where the money flows. Big time college football in the NFL. I mean <laughs> that that's it. You've lost Sundays unless you want to start really late, uh, and then you look at Thursday night games, Fox. Saturday college football wall to wall. So curiosity of how much you can move it and see how much of that audience you can retain. But certainly uh, that's part of the 
considerations as well, because I got to imagine that the advertising packages that get sold are contingent upon being on Big Fox as opposed to showing up on FX, FX, X, or one of the other Fox properties. Jason Smith, Mike Harmon, live from the Geico Studios. You know, the other thing about this, and when now that we know the NBA Finals is scheduled to end October 12th, there is no way the NBA made this plan without knowing what the NFL was planning to do. And not to say that the NBA was only going to try to work around the NFL schedule, but just the fact that the NBA is okay with finishing on October 12th, when now you're in the middle of the NFL, right? I mean, and, and that's one thing. The NBA, as much as the NBA wants to say, hey, we have great ratings, we have great relevance, people want to watch our superstars, yes, the NFL is a different thing. And there's no way they want to go opposite the NFL on Sunday, on Monday night, and on Thursday night. And, oh, by the way, if there's no college football, guess who's going to play Saturday? The NFL. You know they're going to play Saturday. There's no way they want to go through their playoffs up against the NFL. But what have I been telling you all along? The NFL's real plan is going is going to be coming back the middle of October. They That's been their backup plan, but the fact they put this out there saying, hey, we're ready to come back first week in September like we normally do, but we have a plan that we can come back middle of October and just flip the last the first four games to the end of the season. We can play the Super Bowl at the end of February. It's very neat. It works out that way. The NFL has never changed any of their plans now due to coronavirus or anything else. But the fact they threw that out there, that they're okay with starting in middle of October, tells me that that's when they're really looking to start. And I bet you the NBA knows that's the NFL's real plan, which is why they're okay with playing this season and playing the NBA Finals up until the middle of October when the NFL is going to begin. Because I think it might be a little bit different if you're overlapping the beginning of the NFL season with games three and maybe four nights a week with what the NBA playoffs would be. So I'm telling you, I look at this and I, I it's another day where I go, NFL's going to start their season middle of October because they want to come back like nothing is wrong. We're going to start middle of October. We're going to have fans everywhere in the stands because they don't want to come back with social distancing and somebody, you know, 10 feet from the next fan they know the later on in the year they start the better chance they have to have fans and if they start middle of october hey by that time the country will be opened up enough and we'll have fans coming and it's going to be opening week for the nfl it's going to look just like it does every other year and the nfl is going to pat themselves on the back and go see we knew we were doing things the right way i another day where i go the nfl start in mid-october because of the way the nba finished their calendar well, I, I think there's the potential, right? That Bucks Bears game on the eighth, uh, the finals of Game Seven. That would be a Chargers Saints game. Uh, so you got that rolling for you on October twelfth. Uh, but you know, every day, at least up until last Monday, let's call it what it is. Uh, the NFL hadn't shown any weakness, right? The only, the only contingency was reported in a Wall Street Journal article and just kind of all right let, let's float that there whomever the league uh, source the leak was there but otherwise not much run otherwise roger goodell has put on his pirate captain's hat like he's jack sparrow and said full steam ahead uh and likewise across the country we've seen so much change and so much had started to open up before the murder of george floyd um that i have to believe that when we're looking at september as long as the numbers haven't shut back up and, and we're back in in a shutdown mode that we probably will adv- have advanced to where we can have butts and seats 
to some capacity like Texas had laid out a couple of weeks ago. So I, I don't know that I'll go a full full on board that October is where they're going. Uh, I, I think Adam Silver's doing his best uh, to make what chicken salad out of all the options that they were given. Mm, chicken salad. Like the way I finished that, I didn't go down the, the horrible way I could have said that sentence. <laughs> Twitter at How About a Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Phone number is 877-99 on Fox. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it. With their free same-day pickup, you can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone locations, in-store or curbside. If you have a job that can wait until tomorrow, AutoZone offers free next-day delivery on orders over 35 bucks. Just order by 10 p.m. At AutoZone, free next-day delivery is available on over 100,000 parts. Visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast. Get in the zone, AutoZone. So I'm telling you, yet another day. Here comes the NFL, mid-October, the NBA schedule showing you that. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.